Welcome everyone to the Main Street Business Podcast with Mark Kohler and yours truly, Matt Sorensen. We are excited to be with you today. We're delighted to have Gerald Salenti on. He's uh, pretty well known. You might've heard of him. Uh, he's publisher of Trends Journal. You can learn more about that if you don't know at trendsjournal.com. And Gerald, appreciate you being with us today. Well, thanks for having me. Well, and, and Gerald, if you don't mind, for those out there that don't know who you are, tell us a little <laughs> bit about what brought you to Trends Magazine and everything you do and, and the world of crypto too and, and investing. Well the, well, the trend story is a long one. I mean, I began at a graduate school running political campaigns in Westchester County, the richest county in America. And um, they were grooming me in the party and they sent me up to Albany, which is the capital of New York. And um, I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 26 years old. And I, so I got into the whole system on the other side. And if you haven't been on the other side, you don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> and, and I also designed and instructed American politics and campaign technology. And I taught it at St. John's University, how to run political campaigns. And then I went to work for um, a section of the chemical industry. And um, I was killing environmental legislation at the height of the environmental movement back in the 1970s. Uh, at 28, I was staying at the Willard Hotel and putting my meetings on at the Hay Adams. I became yeah. the number two guy running a major trade association. I've been with presidents, prime ministers, princes. And when I was in D.C., the, um, the Iranian conflict started breaking out. And as people are getting to hate Iran, I said, what's going to happen to precious metals and oil prices? Mm. So I started playing the futures market, not having a clue what to do. And I parlayed a $5,000 bet into almost three quarters of a million dollars. And <laughs> Jimmy Carter Good. came back from um, Iran and he said the Shah was the island of stability in the Middle East. And in the Bronx, we used to have a saying, bullshit has its own sound. And I said, this thing's going down. And so I started, you know, I also knew how they, again, just like what the media is doing now, they, 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 people have no idea how it started. And again, I'm totally opposed to it. I launched Occupy Peace. That's one of my movements. So totally opposed to it. This is a magazine, the Trends Journal from January, from spring 2014 when the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych, the president of Ukraine. We wrote about this details as it kept happening, with the why, the how. Going back to, again, now it's just the one side of the story. Go back to 78, 79, when all this was breaking out. People never heard of the overthrow of Mossadegh, the president of Iran in 1953, brought to you by Kermit Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt's grandson, who's at the CIA and the MI6 of the UK. And it didn't come out until 2017 when they finally allow us, the little stupid people of nobody, to see the facts of what happened. And they released the CIA data. Words from Winston Churchill we want that Iranian oil. Wow. Uh, okay. Anglo Iranian. And Standard Oil, better known today as ExxonMobil, and back then Anglo-Iranian, better known as BP, owned all the oil in Iran. 
And they said, no, no, Mosaic, that's our oil. You will, you, you could have it, but we got to make a deal here. We own it. No, you don't own it. We own it. And they <laughs> overthrew the government, brought in the Shah, the Savak, the secret police made the SS look good. So anyway, you ask me how I got into this. <laughs> I've been on the other side okay. and I learned how to look at things to the way they are, not the way I want them to be. And I started good trend tip. <laughs> That's yeah. a good tip. And and I also made it global nomic, meaning that if you're in the economic field and you're only looking at economics and you don't have a clue about geopolitics or environmental or hundreds of other categories, you don't know what's going on. Well, your can I ask is- you this? I want to ask you on this too. This is this to be able to see someone with your life experience and and that that those connections and that perspective that the average person, including myself, just doesn't have on a daily basis or in, in my life. I, if I may ask it this way, we, in our business and the listeners of our podcast, trying to build their American dream, there's two industries that really are just, besides just small business in general, we've got real estate, which is on another 14-year run that just seems just ludicrous right now, some of the, the price values and out there and, and what's going to happen with real estate, who knows? And then we've got this crypto technology and, and digital currency and the government sticking their fingers into it now. And these two industries, we've got millions of clients and followers that are followers. We're not millions of clients, but followers that will follow us. And we're trying to, you know, work on the tax issues and the building business and wealth and protecting it. If I could ask you distinctly, if you choose first, Real estate or crypto? Do you mind sharing a little peek into the future from your perspective, from trends, of which one you think where they might be going? Do you mind me asking this such a bold question? Not at all. The one of our top trends for 2022 is metaverse world. The mm. world's going metaverse. You know, they, they, in the King's James Bible, they say that the meek shall inherit the earth. They spelt it wrong. It's the geeks have inherited the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mark owns yeah. some property in the metaverse. Yes, I do. I, 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 you know, I want to get in the metaverse. So I follow and I have friends that are now 25 year olds and uh, anywhere between 20 and 27 years old. <laughs> those are my friends now because they apparently understand it, know it and build it. So metaverse, a lot of so business. Go, so staying with the metaverse, it's going to be more and more of a digital world, the metaverse world. Ready player one is going to be reality. Yeah, everything. Look, <laughs> once upon a time, maybe you guys are too young to know this. Musicians used to play instruments. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't all boom, Digital. boom, 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 <laughs> boom. Hey, boom, but we love electric boom, guitars. Boom, boom, all right. boom, I love those. Boom, <laughs> boom. All right. So the whole thing is going more and more in that direction. And so, yes, there's going to be a place for cryptos. And here am I, I call it my I call it GSB for me. And and the bottom of the Trends Journal, by the way, is think for yourself. We put the facts down there. We give you our trends analysis and forecasts. And then you decide what you want to do. We're not selling. We we, we provide information. You know, we don't we don't give financial advice. So going back to your question. Real estate or Bitcoin? Real estate and cryptos. Yeah. I would say a combination of two. Mm. 
Real estate to me is very important to own. And not unfortunately, I didn't start buying it until much later years when I was about in my, uh, uh, about 34. And I moved to Rhinebeck, New York, which was a no place town in those days. They call it now the Hamptons of the North. Clint, uh, Clint, uh, Hillary Clinton's daughter, I forgot her name. She got married there, right? So now it's a rich, rich place. Chelsea. Chelsea. So in 1984, I bought 38 acres of land and a house that was about 1870s. It had to be all totally ripped down and put back up and stuff. I paid 38 acres, an old house, $28,000. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I bought, I own now, I have three of the most historic buildings in America. I'm in Kingston, New York. If you Google up Kingston, New York, most historic four buildings, it's the only place in America with pre-revolutionary war stone buildings on each corner. Wow. Cool. And I bought them. I bought one in default. I bought one when nobody wanted them. And now this is one of the hottest places because people are moving up from the city to places, top hotels now, on and on. Anyway, real estate, Bitcoin. Started buying Bitcoin in 2017. I got it a little late, but I got it. Yep. And I've been writing about it since. And I bought a bunch of them. And there's a whole story behind that as well. My two, three, my, I like gold. I like silver. I like Bitcoin. And I like real estate. And it goes back into what I was saying about trend forecasting. Opportunity misses those who view the world through the eyes of their profession is the slogan that we have. Mm-hmm. So we try to look at the whole big picture. Yes, our housing prices greatly exaggerated, most definitely. But this is different than the crash in the 2008, 2007, 2011 and on. Because back then you didn't have to have any dough and you could buy a house. Remember the subprime mortgages? Yeah. Now people are buying them for cash. And then you have about 30% of all the home sales in 2021 came from the Blackstones and the big groups up there that are buying up housing because people can't afford to buy them. Yeah. So, but then you look at real estate on other levels. To me, office commercial real estate is going to be in the toilet. People aren't working like they used to. I go down to New York City, man. What used to take me 40 minutes to go cross town. Now it takes me 15 so it's not coming back like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, so to me, it's a balance. And I believe that cryptos are going to be here for the rest of our lives. And the only thing I've been saying this since the beginning that could really kill them in a hard way is when the when or if the government takes over, because they're not going to want any competition. Yeah. And everything's going to go digital. They're going to have their digital money. So they know every penny you spent, where you spent it, how you spent it. So they could get their money because these politicians never work a day in their lives. They suck <laughs> off the public tit. So they need your tax money. <laughs> how do you really feel, Gerald? Uh, oh, look, I, you know, give me, be morons and imbeciles. Yeah. Call them, you know, uh, the Republicans and the Democrats, they're a crime syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Right, let me ask about, I think that's a, to me, where crypto is at right now is the future of crypto and the value of crypto is d- depends a lot on 
how it's going to get regulated. And if the people are going to get behind crypto, and they are, a lot of people love it, a lot of people have invested in it. The more they get behind it, the more the politicians are going to be forced, which I think has happened, to go along with it. And so if that happens, then we can make sure that it doesn't get overregulated and such. But I really think that the future of crypto is going to, in the next wave, is going to be, how is it going to get regulated? Again, you know, you you have to understand, I just gave you a little bit of my background. I've been on the other side. Yeah. You know, when I was 30 years old, I picked Ronald Reagan up to the Chicago Hilton, took him over to McCormick Place and put on a brunch with 16 of our board of directors. <laughs> I've been on the other side. They'll do anything to steal your money. When, <laughs> look, when I grew hey, up, we're tax know, lawyers. We know we try to get our clients to pay as, only yeah. as much as they have to. <laughs> I'm right. Right. And now the Which most happening. Important- right. First question on the tax return now is whether you bought crypto. I mean, that's what they want to know. <laughs> They want to That's tax. what I'm saying. So they'll get the money somehow. But the most important thing when I'm listening to what you do and, and what crypto is about, there's one word about it, and it's freedom. Freedom. Freedom right now, again, global nomic, geopolitics, socioeconomic, on and on. Freedom is the word. People are... This COVID war destroyed, you know, the media is not, the, the, the mainstream media, the business media is not talking about the damage that they've caused. It's unprecedented. Yeah. It's unprecedented. Yeah. In, in the history of the world, this has never happened. I'm some little scumbag. I'm your mayor. I'm your governor. I'm your president. I don't care who the hell I am. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to close down your business. Yeah. And we're going to flatten the curve. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? All right. So I'm saying to you, we are in times that freedom is the big word. And if people know that they could be free from the government by having cryptos and not being part of that system, to me, that is one of the biggest, biggest positive points that can be promoted. As long as they don't get a hold of it, because they once upon a time, they got to turn in your gold. You got to turn in your gold. 1933. Yeah. It's not ancient history. Yeah. So they'll do anything. They'll do anything to steal our money and not to have competition. Um, is there what's your take to changing the from the political or regulatory issues with cryptos? One of the perspectives out there is that the cryptos that are going to survive and really flourish and grow in value and is going to be tied to their usefulness that the, the cryptos that are just pump and dumps, they're going to, the sec is going to shut those down and they should, but any crypto that has a use in the metaverse or has a use in reality or is going to, of course, go up more in value. What's your perspective on utility use of tokens in, in that sense? Absolutely. It's going to be part of the system. Again, when you have all the big investment firms getting into it, you got a guy like Thiel talking about it. You know, they, 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 they're playing the game. They're, they know where it's going to go. And again, it's going to be a digital future. So, yes, they're going to have that coin. And yes, they're going to have that market. And yes, as, as by the way, tying all things together, we're, we are on the precipice of the greatest financial crisis in world history. 
And people don't realize, you know, they, they, only, they only see about today. Tracking trends is an understanding of where we are, how we got here to see where we're going. Let's not go back into too far. Let's just only go back to 2018. Donald Trump busted the chops of Jerome Powell, the Fed head, to lower interest rates. The markets are crashing in December of 2018. Merry Christmas. Then he lowered interest rates into 2019. Wasn't enough. They had the repo markets. $7 trillion from September 2019 to January 2020. $7 trillion pumped into the repo markets. What's a repo market? Like, don't worry about it. Nobody knew about it. But now they're telling us because how bad it is. They need the money to gamble and they don't have enough to keep the markets artificially high. Then the COVID war breaks out. Chinese Lunar New Year 2020, the year of the rat. They close down the economy. What do they do? They pump trillions of dollars of phony money to artificially boost the economy, bring interest rates down to zero. Oh, and inflation is only temporary. Then it was transitory. But now we have PPI index at what? An all-time high. Consumer price index, 8.5%. When you look at the real number, John Williams' shadow stats over 17%. What I'm saying is the economy is ready to crash globally. They have destroyed, look at the Oxfam numbers that just came out to almost a quarter of a billion people, a quarter of a billion people going into extreme poverty, $1.90 a day. This COVID war killed more hundreds of millions of more lives and livelihoods than the virus came close to. We are in the cusp of an economic collapse. And now the Ukraine war, where the idiots and morons are putting sanctions on Russia, admitting that, quote, sanctions won't deter, pushing interest rates, uh, inflation rates way up. We are on the cusp of something very dangerous. So for me, I want alternatives outside the system and that's why I invest also in cryptocurrencies. It's outside the system because the system's going to go down. What are your so thoughts? Cheryl, you, oh, go ahead, Matt. You go. I say you said earlier um, you invest in you like precious metals, real estate, crypto. What don't you like? Based on what you're seeing, what would you tell people? If you got this, you probably don't want this. Or yeah, I, yeah, I'm, this. I, I don't know. I, I don't play the markets. Yeah. Because the markets are totally rigged. Read the article in this week's Trends Journal about the plunge protection team. How about that for a, an official name? The plunge <laughs> protection team, you bastards are rigging the market. <laughs> plunge oh, protection team. You, look who, look who owns the, the world. You got the big zone everything. When I was a young guy, there were drug stores. There were grocery stores. There were hardware stores. There were stationary stores. Now they're all chains. Yeah. So when you look at the market, yeah. yeah, and we became chained. Okay, they own everything. So yeah. now when you look at the market, oh, the, the stock of this company is going, yeah, they don't have no competition. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't play the markets. That's not, I'm not good at that. So for me, Again, I've been buying gold. Yeah. My first buy of gold was 187.50 an ounce. 
And what I recommend to people is you buy it, you put it away. You buy it, you put it away. Same thing with cryptos. I don't, I, I don't play the market. Buy them, put them away. Buy them, put them away. Buy them, put them away. So when you get to be an old guy like me, then you're going to retire. You have your cash and your stash. To me, why would any, any, any body with a brain bigger than a P, which is probably the size of the cojones of the politicians <laughs> running our country, <laughs> keep money in the bank. You're getting no interest on it. Inflation is wearing it down. And then all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, the Russians just hacked our banking system and we're closing it down to make sure they don't steal more of your money. Why would you keep your money with the Goldman Sachs? Oh, it's, it's Easter time. Easter time. Once upon a time, there was a person by the name of Jesus Christ. Guy made a whip. You couldn't buy him in Walmarts in those days and drove the money changers out of the temple. Whew. Three days later, it wasn't a great Friday. Good Friday, the cat's on the cross. Why would you keep your money in the banks? Why? They're not giving you anything on it. And when 9-11 happened and I tried to get my money out and I had it in CDs, used to get interest rates back then. Sorry, Mr. Salenti, you can't get your money. Certificates of deposit are traded on Wall Street and Wall Street's closed. So screw you. We got your money. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. People well, better wake up. This thing is dangerous. They have started World War Three. Well, well, I. And so to me, you want you want to be out of the system as much as you can with having what you need. And to me, again, gold. So I, I like, you know, Bitcoin is my favorite of it. GSB and you know, buy whatever cryptocurrency you believe in. But get out of the system. Gotcha. Well, I I wonder too about a potential financial collapse that's going to affect the ability for technology to live because we've the the massive amount of power that's taken and the um, the internet and all of the um, metaverse support systems that re re rely on a an economy that's functioning. And so what scares me, and tell me your thought, and maybe I'm out in right field, that if we have an economic collapse that's substantial, am I going to be able to get on the metaverse or get on some sort of digital platform? I can understand gold in my safe, but can I access something when the market's collapsing? What are your, does that make sense? Well, the, the, the market's collapsing won't have the effect of it. To, to me, the, you know, in all honesty, to be, you know, to, to, to look at it is that being that you don't have it and they bring down the, the, the system, what happens then? You know, then you could, you could have a real problem. But I don't see the system going down. And again, it's important to understand there are almost just about 8 billion people on the planet. 8 billion. Go back 122 years ago. Okay. 1.5 billion. 1.5 billion. Now we have 8 billion. All right. Resources. So even if a big portion of the population goes down, you're still going to have a lot of dough in a lot of parts of the population. That's the reality of it. 
that doesn't mean that it's going to be happy times, but there, there, there's enough out there for enough of the people. And it's still a lot. They're going to have enough. Ah, uh, Gerald, you, this has been just a, and a very enlightening conversation. I've loved it. I love that you can just speak unfiltered. I usually get in trouble for speaking unfiltered uh, on my podcast. Yeah, I'm older now. I don't give a yeah. damn anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it, Matt. Matt thanks Matt, so much. You know Gerald. what, Matt? You can just shove it, you know? Yeah. I'm going to just yeah, tell you how I really, how you feel. really feel. That's okay. <laughs> um, well, Gerald, thanks so much. Um, I know you were tight today. We appreciate making the time um, for the podcast. Remember, everyone, you can get to trendsjournal.com um, to see more about his publications. I mean, the the journal is extensive. I mean, the last one is like 150 pages. Uh, there's a great section on crypto, actually talking about the trends specifically in crypto, adoption of digital payments, how Shopify, and you know, you're going to be able to be paying for using Bitcoin at you know Whole Foods, Chipotle, all these stuff. It's it's in the works with this Lightning Network and and Bitcoin. So they get into the details extensively. So go check it out, Trends Journal. Dot com and thanks so much gerald for being on and thank, thank you, you gerald. Guys. you keep doing thank what you. you're doing thank <laughs> you